Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Annie Are You Okay podcast. I'm your host, Annie Holloway. I'm Oakley. And today we're going to dive in deep to some sensitive subjects. So buckle up, get ready, because this shit's about to get heavy. Please understand that this show is not therapy and that we are not licensed psychologists, therapists, or life coaches. We are simply two moms who are walking down their own healing path. We believe in the power of connection to help unite and empower others who struggle with understanding mental health. Again, we are not professionals. We are just mental health advocates trying to spread awareness through our own experiences to help others feel less alone and to normalize the stigma around mental illness. If anyone you know or love is struggling and needs help, please contact the Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 1-800-273-8255. Again, that's 1-800-273-8255. You can also message them from the website at suicidepreventionlifeline.org. Kind of a mouthful. Again, it's just suicidepreventionlifeline.org. Check, check. Check, check. All right. Alrighty. Welcome, everybody, back to another episode of Annie. Are you okay? Today, we're just going to do like a, I guess, check-in episode and talk about boundaries and yeah. a little bit of self-love. And I think boundaries, you know, um, fall under self-love. Definitely. Uh, but yeah, so how you doing? I'm doing okay. Um having some interesting things going on in my life right now that i'm probably going to keep personal off this podcast but you know about them um (laughs) yeah i feel you just kind of dealing with that stuff and uh dealing with the new i don't want to say dread i want i'm calling it excitement it's just scary excitement because i am starting another job so i'll be working two jobs and I want to be a part-time student, so I'm going to be working towards a social degree, which is really cool. Um, that's Ooh. part of the plan. I'll probably be taking, like, a break from one job when I do start school, and I'm probably not going to start school until, like, the, um, I think it's the winter term in January. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. We'll see. We'll see where we're at. And we might take a break from the podcast if you have to, too, just because it's hard, and then I'm... Also, you know, I think we're going to have to start, I'm going to have to start commuting and (laughs) coming over and just seeing when you're available, which is fine because it just adds a new dynamic to the show and our lives. Well, I know we also talked about um, trying to get something set up that we could like go out and do things and record. Um, Yes. That would be awesome because then we we could always record, um, you know, through Zoom and shit too. Yeah. Yeah. I have like six microphones, so it's fine. <laughs> We're set. Um, yeah, the six microphones just to figure it all out. If you, if anybody out there knows about podcasting, they know that's really fucking complicated to figure out <laughs> microphone setups. <laughs> and I don't even do it. Right. And I know that. So. Props to Dylan. Thank you. <laughs> How are you doing, Annie? Oh, I don't know. I'm okay. You know, I feel like I'm in, I'm, I'm doing good, but I'm not great. But things, you we're know. in like the middle end of the pool and we're like, okay, it's kind of getting hard, but I'm still floating yeah. and I'm still swimming. <laughs> I'm trying to have fun. I think I'm okay. But um, it's just been tough ever since the accident. And like, I've just mm. been slowly 
working through um, just like how it makes me feel and how it also irritates my BPD, which like when I had that accident, the first thing I was afraid of was like, how is this going to impact my life and my mental health? Because my mental health, I've just obviously fucking struggle with <laughs> well and you've worked really hard to get your mental health to a place where you really feel fucking hard happier and feel more like a you know a person it was I could hard see how that you know that would be hard it was but it's kind it's of been hard, hard for me to you know walk down the street or just i don't know i know be around vehicles it's kind of hard sometimes but i mean i make it through so we're we're gonna be okay we're doing better and like with all this accident stuff like it's just been progressively getting better i don't think i'm gonna go up on my meds unless like you know two serious things happen which is like thoughts of suicide and thoughts of self-harm like if as long as i don't near those areas i think i can work through it so that's fine Mm -hmm. um but other than that like it's just been i mean i kind of had to deal with a really fucked up situation that i created before i started healing that ended up just being exactly what it was with some friends and i just want to preface this by saying we're allowed to talk about what happened everyone's allowed to talk about what happened it's not talking shit you're allowed to express your feelings yeah and you're allowed to talk about your perspective Mm -hmm. it is your choice to lie or not and or who you talk to yeah and who you talk to and like I don't have a reason to lie on the podcast. <laughs> I've literally spilled my fucking guts here. So here, here we go. Um, so I had all those mom friends that like everybody had before they had kids, mm-hmm. right? And you think, oh, yeah, I'm going to be like hella tight with them once I have kids and we're all going to do kids shit together and it's going to be great. Only, of course, it fucking wasn't because nobody that 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 never happens. Mm-mm. And that's just sad. But that's the truth for the majority of mothers out there. That's why when you become a mom, you literally get brand new friends because you realize what your needs are and they change well, drastically. You change so much. So, like, of course, your yeah, I change so, yeah. so drastically. And so even the friends that you had when when, you know, they were moms and you weren't a mom, they're going to see a different person um yeah i mean it's just kind of like you're entering into a new phase of life motherhood and it's like you get a whole new set of friends i guess i just used to like always be such a fucking people pleaser that like i just wanted people to like me and include me and then when i noticed that like falling away when my life started getting harder it really hurt and i i didn't understand it at first Mm -hmm. you know i didn't understand why they weren't there i blamed myself and a lot of other things but beyond that like i eventually learned that um you can communicate to these people about how you feel yeah and they can communicate back whether or not they want to try and work on said problem right i contacted these people mm-hmm. and i was like hey i really don't feel very good i don't feel like i'm included in anything um and it really sucks i have invited you to multiple life events you have showed up here and there for yeah. a little while um you know and it's just sad like this is how i feel i feel really fucking alone mm-hmm. and unfortunately one of the responses i got was well, you don't know how this affects me and then also well, i don't know why you have to be so negative first of all people are allowed to talk about their fucking feelings without being told they're being fucking negative and gaslighting them yeah. first first of all 
just a little triggered. Or just telling him, like, you can't talk about this you know, in any way. And then they brought up that, oh, I was just there for your birthday. My fucking birthday was six, month ag- six months ago. Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> or it was five months ago. Okay, fair. That's the first time you've showed up for me in the last year and a half. I guess you're valid. Well, right? Also, like, this what is did, all narcissism. What did we do for your birthday? Abuse. We went out for drinks and yeah. had a good time. Like, you were there for, what, a good time? Like, you weren't there for anything other than what you wanted to be there for. So it's like, cool, you didn't really show up for me. You it's came to an event. Pick and choose type of friendship. And, like, the, my point of, like, the, the whole message, and I sent, like, a, a Snapchat video because it was just easier for me to just speak what right, I needed to right. say. And, um, you know, and unfortunately, another one of my friends, well, I'm getting a divorce. And, da, 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 and this is what I'm doing. And I don't really need this shit right now. And I'm like, well... That's really shitty. I'm sorry you're going through that, but that doesn't mean my feelings aren't valid. And that doesn't mean my situation's not real. And I don't care if we, you know, and I said to these, both of these individuals, I do not care if we are not friends, Mm -hmm. but in order to be my friend, I really need this from you. And I was basically told that I was being negative. I was being dramatic and that, um, I didn't appreciate them. And I'm like, first of all, fuck you. Yeah. That's really what I got to say. Second, you think you're good people? Look at what you do. You hang out and you get fucking wasted around people who disrespect you all the time and fuck each other. Oh, I'm all I'm saying. Oof. I'm not going to drop any names, but I'm just going to drop that there. Anyway, so I had to deal with that. And that's an unfortunate circumstance. I put my emotions into a fucking compromising situation, which I fucking hate doing. But avoiding it. Is just letting things build. Yeah. So I just really hit this point where I don't fucking care if you're my friend anymore. All I care about is having people in my life that are valuable to me and my family. And I don't mean in an essential way. I mean in an emotional way. I mean in a supportive way. Yeah. And if you can't comprehend what that means, that is okay. But do not attack me in my life, in my situation, because you can't fucking understand. Literally. Just don't. Don't do that to people. It's much, I don't know, I've come to the conclusion, and it's really hard to stay here, because, like, you know me, I get, we, we both get aggravated pretty easily. But, like, being nice to people, giving people the benefit of the doubt, like, I forgot where I read it, but, um, there's, like, this, like, you know, mental health for you thing that was like, just a daily reminder, like, you're allowed to expect the truth from people, you're allowed to expect the best from people. Like you're allowed to have expectation. Yeah. And, and for me to hold that space, but simultaneously, you know, under try to be understanding that people are in a different place in your life is a really hard balance to break. Because you want to come to everything being, you know, positive and friendly but you want to set your boundaries you know and sometimes when you do that you have to do it in a way that's you know maybe aggressive or 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 seen as negative or seen as negative because you're like well uh they may be negative for you you may be experiencing a negative consequence because you are overstepping my boundary and it's attacking yeah and i feel like that like flip the situation i wasn't in therapy and i was a mother of like two or three kids and and you know i've had to deal with that life Mm -hmm. and then someone talked to me like that like i would genuinely think 
you know, being the person that I personally used to be with that idea of stress, I would be mad. I would be like, hey, you're attacking me. And it's like, look, can we work on things without it fucking being an attack? Or are we just going to ignore things and pretend things are okay and just dismiss unhealthy behavior? And that's the thing. These friends were all from the branch of Andrea. And Andrea, is was they were just like the same people. Like, you know what I mean? And that's fine. If you guys really don't want to live a genuine life and care about people and your friends and act like because you have so many friends that you're great people, fine. But those who are friends with all are truly friends with none. And that's that's coming from somebody who's had a lot of friends and then no friends at the and at different points of my life. So but moving on. It just sucks having that emotion in my body. So I'm like trying to carry out throughout my day and I'm just like, I need to go cry. And I even (laughs) told Dylan like yesterday, I like just felt it all building up against me. And I'm like, I'm going to cry and then I'm going to burn some sage and hopefully I feel better. And thankfully that has been helpful. Like just crying and then burning the sage, sometimes like grabbing onto a crystal. Like I got my amethyst just chilling there Mm -hmm. um, because it just helps um at least uh, no it helps i'm not gonna say i think it helps like no i can feel myself feel better um which is an impossible thing to do sometimes even with like the most amount of medication you can max out on Mm -hmm. you still have to be conscious and aware of what's going on yeah that and also like i have been trying to wager like how much stress is the normal amount because i for so Mm -hmm. long we've dealt with so much stress and thought that that was normal that even like because i I upped on my medication um and i feel really good again but i'm like oh when's the next time we're gonna up on the medication so because it and you know my my doctor's like eh, just this is how it works this is what happens this is where we go like this is the journey we take and yeah it's like okay yeah i got it yeah it's, it's uh it's just enlightening every time i like get up to dose i feel like i keep going through the rebirth and i'm just like whoa okay okay you start seeing things you start noticing things that were there the whole time when i realize like i am not a very like I'm not really, like, aggressive. I may be intimidating, but, like, I'm not that aggressive as a person. That's just mm-hmm. something that my, like, protector has made. And when I when it takes over, when I split, that's what I do. I get aggressive. I'm the same exact way. I am so not aggressive. I may be loud and rowdy and I'm energetic, but I'm never aggressive until I start splitting. And then I'm like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, then, like, <laughs> eat, like, the... It's the whole, like, you have, like, the angry one, and then you have, like, the hypersexual one, and then you have the... Right. The, uh, um... You have all these facets. All of these different, like, little faces that you put on, right? And then you have, like, the super overly social one who, like, can't talk to anyone for more than five minutes at a party because they have to go to every single person, right? And it's just, like, these different protectors that we saw in our lives, and we mirror them. Right. And, like, I'm starting to figure out who is who and when it comes out it's a fucking house of mirrors oh my god it's so crazy that's the best that's the best analogy i've heard yet it is because like even now that i have less mirrors i would say and less smoke um i still get i hope hope shepherd's i think he's just yeah but 
I just, you know what I mean? I sometimes when life gets intense and stuff, um, the room, the house of mirrors gets lit up with fucking smoke. Yeah. And, and that's the problem with BPD that I don't think a lot of people truly deeply understand is you can't fucking get rid of that. Yeah. Like you have to manage your stress level yeah, for the rest of there, your life. Yeah, there is no like you're taking pills you and you're going dormant. to therapy. You can and be you, dormant. You, you know, don't experience like, I don't know, you don't experience the things, but like that's because you're utilizing tools You're and you don't yeah. re I think it's because the reason why I would go dormant is because you don't realize you're using, utilizing those tools and you are just maintaining, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? But it's like, it's still something that's always there. Like people who are, people who have their BPD go dormant, I'm sure still feel like they want to do the things like that they Like when those triggers to. slap and they're like, oh, mm, no. But they're able to use certain skills right. to keep themselves set. DBT. But they, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I need to finish my DBT book. I know I haven't, but I know like it's that fucking thing about BPD that like you feel like you're healed. So you stop working on shit yeah. and then till you're fucked up again. And, and you're like, like, God I damn it, to I got to go back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep, yep. And I mean, I think that's just a lot of people with mental health because – ebbs and flows of life and then ebbs and flows of just your healing dude from life to quote uh what's his name pete davidson's movie you know Uh, he watched it it? yeah he's like (gasps) okay we gotta cover he's like ma i i think it's just always gonna be hard he's not wrong he's you're not he's not wrong you know that's life's always gonna be hard and you just have to figure out how to deal with it like that's that's what it is i saw this tiktok that was like I hate when people play the victim card. Oh, I immediately triggered, right? Life's fucking hard for everyone. And then I just was like, I don't like it went on and it was it wasn't that bad, but the to start a conversation like that, I had to like I had to do one of those green screens and be like, "Bro, no. <laughs> people are victims." Yeah. Every fucking it's the same one of thing us. It's toxic positivity. It's toxic non-negativity, right? It's toxic like, non-negativity. Huh. Because it, it, they're not thing? being like, you know, positive vibes only, right? That's like toxic positivity. But it's like, you know, quit griping, right? You have no reason to gripe. And Life's it's like not that, for everyone. Yeah, and it's like, well, Ugh. that may be true, but also... Life is complicated and two things can exist together at once and life can be really hard and I can be grateful for things I have. I am fully convinced that the reason why BPD can't be fully cured and the reason why we all go through ebbs and flows of depression and anxiety and and such is because not enough people work on their mental health to the point where it impacts society. Yeah. No, that's it, not wrong. it's too much work. Tell me I'm wrong. We've created a society in America where everything is built off of convenience. Everything yeah. is about convenience. And Nothing even in like the about... world now, it's about yeah. convenience. It's no longer about doing the hard work that's labored and worth it. Right. And it's the same thing that I talk about like with death is like, you know, people used to wash their grandpa when he died, right? You undress Ugh. him and wash him, put him on the table, you know, you would do your religious sacrament or whatever that you do with them. And then you would bury them or burn them. Right. Like it was a whole process. It took forever. We used to hold wakes when we didn't know if people were dead or not. We would lay them on the kitchen table for like seven to 12 days and see if they wake up. That's why you get a wake. I'm just like, 
Ugh. Yeah, because, you know, like back in the day when, you know, people used to get Just buried me still away. alive. I'm a body. I'm not a person. Right? I don't but, know. Like, they didn't I, know. I'm creeped out by they didn't the know. whole like, they were burying people that were just in a coma. And then much. they would wake up and they'd be like, oh my God, they're alive. Which is where Saved by the Bell comes from. Let people it would be have known to all of our listeners toe. that when I am dead, burn this bitch to the ground. And then do whatever you fucking want. Because <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> it's dead. Like <laughs> That reminds me of the Noah Cyrus song, um, I Got So High, I Saw Jesus. Oh, okay. So such a good song. We got to stay on track here. Um, but I did want to talk about boundaries today, and yeah. I want to start this conversation about boundaries. I pulled up a good article from Very Well Health that has some really good talking points. But I wanted to talk about. Um, I was able to set boundaries with one of you know, my. I'll just say one of the people that I work with and I've always been really hard. It's always been hard for me to speak up for myself when I'm feeling uncomfortable because I usually didn't understand why I was feeling uncomfortable Mm -hmm. (laughs) or I would like gaslight myself into thinking I was being ridiculous. But yesterday, you know, I just I'm so sick and fucking tired of being just identified as like by society as a woman for all of the negative connotations that come with it so like I was walking down you know and I was like yawning and I didn't cover my mouth and someone was like that's not very ladylike and I was like who the fuck cares about being a lady and I literally like almost snapped because I was just like that really bothers me holy shit I shouldn't have yelled at them that way (laughs) like maybe they don't know that like oh of course why would they know they're like 60 years old so I mean I had this conversation with a couple people I worked with and I was like hey I just don't want to be first of all just like I don't want you to call me by my gender yeah I am a she her they them all of those pronouns fit me just fine but when you call me woman come here that's not appropriate it makes me feel so fucking cringe and it's probably because of all of the sexual abuse and trauma that I've been through um and well, it's also, like taking it's, my power back yeah he's calling you by a noun rather than as a person yeah it's, it's I mean I guess really a noun is a person place or thing but like it's calling you as a thing rather than being like hey Annie it's even the stuff that's like because you're a girl or because you're a woman you can get away with it's no stop all of this shit I don't get any extra shit in my life. I don't make I don't make tons of money because I'm beautiful. Boy, well, I wish that would have paid out. Well, you know, even things have that, ever even, been told that? Even things, <laughs> yeah, even things that you can get away with being in a female body, those are built by the patriarchy and are galvanized. It's a galvanized uh, cage. Like yeah. it, it keeps us in a box rather than hey, letting look, people. If you want to live in that box by choice, yeah, fine, okay. But, but like acknowledge that some of us in the don't want to be in the box. Yeah. I'm all over. The, I have multiple boxes. I do not feel like I mean, and I, t- I was talking to you a little bit about that before we started recording. And I was like, I feel like what's on the outside matches what's on the inside. Mm-hmm. So therefore, I'm, I'm pretty confident knowing that like I'm, I'm a woman and I'm cool with that. I like I like love being a woman. That's yeah. how I know. But like. I don't like certain parts about being a woman, just like 
people of color don't like it's the same fucking problem you see what i mean and now white women are all like oh well yeah and it's not that it's you now don't we're like able being a woman see. it's you don't like the patriarchy and how has it affected society to then address you right. you don't like the patriarchy is, yes is, er, exactly and, and the the societal system and i think it's inappropriate too to like totally say things is. it's it's, yeah. it's the patriarchy allows people to have a fucking past to be inappropriate and disrespectful towards women and people of color and people of a different gender or whatever. Or any minority. Any minority is a target because we all have this system of the patriarchy. In fact, the National well, Association it's, it's for Mental Health, NAMI, yeah. has a whole article on their website that talks mm -hmm. about the patriarchy. It's real. I'm not being controversial this is an actual fact yeah. it's, it's it's fact so i mean literally millions of fucking psychologists therapists and doctors have researched this um so it's just it's just frustrating because like i know that like i'm easily triggered by that now but there's like oh yeah <laughs> there's a lot of that so and then like i'm the attractive female type category so i fit into this box that everyone wants to fit me in which is like you're good looking so life's easier for you mm, yeah. um well statistically what sure but that doesn't mean that life isn't filled with its own problems it's and not its own... statistically true at all no, they've found I mean, statistically people. Yeah, they found okay. statistically people who are well, found I'm more not attractive smart enough have, to have figured that out. <laughs> they're they're more likely to succeed, is what they found, which makes sense. That's good to know. Um, but even with that, okay, I had no idea. Even with that, life like Trauma. life always has problems. Yeah, you, everyone has issues. The weight of those issues are not comparable. You know, I they aren't. <laughs> Yeah, no, they're not, not wrong. Because if they're comparable, they would be interchangeable, right? You'd be like, oh, let's look at them together. Let's trade them out, right? You can't trade them out. So if you can't trade it out, don't compare it. Right. That's a really good rule it's to live by. Different. I think I'm going to, I need to write Wait, that down. If you can't trade it one. out, don't compare it. Yeah. If you can't trade it out, don't compare it. All right. It, on this. Because like your car, sure. Compare that motherfucker. But like your body, you can't trade that shit out. I mean, some things maybe you can if you got money. Good for you. Go ahead and compare. Go look at the boobies you want to get or the butt you want to get or whatever. But like, you know, like that's, a, I don't know. I'm just like realizing that was a everybody really good one. Has, everybody has their own right to choose what they want to do with their lives and, and everything. And everyone and has that's their fine. own problems. We all go through the hero's journey. Like, and we learned this in high school. I hope like, well, maybe not some people. That's the problem with America is we have education for profit. Where if you are born yeah. into a better society with more money... Don't get me started. Oh, Don't get me started. It's the basis of the problems. And then the whole, like, Alabama and Arkansas situation... I couldn't, bro. I, I, was, I wanted I to I know you didn't article. respond, and I was like, oh, I no, I hope I didn't make them upset. And I was like... Ugh. No, you didn't. It's just I, it's like... It's an upsetting thing. Yeah. And I can't. No, it is. I'm it's trying so hard. so hard to live peace, you know? Live I get in it. Peace. I totally get it. I know it. what's going on, but what's I don't need to What's going on in this country puts people... I have no idea oh what's going on with my kid. <laughs> Just wants you. Um, what? We'll finish this thought and I'll take care of him. But what? What's going on in this country is putting everybody. Okay, so like half the country was already really irritated in the first fucking place, right? right? Okay, we're gonna pause. So like for the past, I don't know, four years, I feel like ever since the election started in for for twenty twenty election, ever since that's the whole campaign started like this country just has been so heavily divided and people are so fucking like 
to me, from my perspective, I see half of the country not giving a fuck about anyone else. And then the other half being like, holy shit, I can't believe what's happening because of all of these people who really believed in Trump. And there's a small few people who are like, I think that we all should just (laughs) agree to disagree. Go fuck yourself. No. Well, there's those small few people. And then there's people that are like, if we all could just come together and we could just live in harmony and accept blah, blah, blah. And be like, no, no, no. I just think we should just burn every fucking building down in America. I think. Is that My personal opinion, <laughs> I think we should all, like, go back to the states being their own, like, countries, right? And everyone live where they want to live with the people they want to live with, right? Yeah, but then you have bigger issues with inner travel. So, since this is already a country, that would be worse. Because all of the people who are in those states that can get, like, abortion access or care for their trans kids or anything, like, then they really can't leave. Well, yeah, that's what I mean. Like, in a perfect <laughs> world... Everyone goes where they want to, set the borders, whatever. I just or, think, you know, just the ha- whole idea know. of government is such a flabbergasting thing because we all think we don't have rights when in reality, who's the fuck to say? Well, we all have human rights. We have consequences. We don't have rights. I mean, we have, I mean, we don't, we have rights, but we also have consequences. And oh, yeah. we need to like redirect that language, I feel like, because it's not really a right anymore. It's a consequence. Yeah. So we live a life in fear of consequence in this country, and I fucking don't like it personally. And I know that absolutely everyone agrees that lives here, whether you are fucking pro-Trump or not. Like, you fucking hate shit right now. Everybody hates shit right now. Like, what are you going to do? You you were raised in a household where, like, I'm sure that situation happened where everyone was pissed off, right? Uh, no, not no? really. Okay. No? Okay. Well, like, 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 I don't know what to do because, like, I'm just, like, I just want to live a peaceful life and, like, not be mentally fucking ill and bro, be stopped, there for my I stopped, kid. I stopped at the news. I had, I just stopped. Like, Yeah. I need to. to take a break from, I really do. And, like, I just, like, it's just, like, the thing with, like, breaking off those friendships. Like, I just wasn't ready. And I know when I'm ready, I'm going to be fucking ready because I'm just going to be, like, this is just... I, Obviously, and I don't look at it that much, but like it affects me because I look at TikTok and right. I can't always stop myself from scrolling because I want to look. So right, right. like, you know, there's going to be a point because I need a break. But when you reach it, it I'll tell you, it's a uh, ever since Ro it's turned so I'm much just like it's so ah! much calmer and cooler. Um, and I know there's some people that like take offense to that. Like, how could you, you know, take a break I take now? emotional offense to it, too. And I'm like. It's not that I'm taking a break right now. It's that, like, you know, I was the pissed best off soldier, at anybody. The best wore... soldier knows when to hold and then knows when to go. Yeah, okay. So you I don't really believe in the military. So. Well, okay. So, like, because, like, they talk about, like, social <laughs> warriors or social, you know, social justice warriors. I get it. No, I see your like, analogy. The best way to fight this is but to on the rest real, and then fight when you can. I was so fucking mad about anybody who put on an american flag on the fourth of july like no personally i was really fucking i felt very insulted and very unheard by the amount of movement that has happened since this has happened and i'm like what the fuck is everyone just giving up and i'm like okay so what's my next move because i can't stay that charged 
Yeah. Like, I was so fuck, fucking charged. I was, like, on the wrong side of TikTok where everyone was, like, talking about killing fucking Kavanaugh. And I'm like, oh, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> <laughs> I need out of here. I need out of here. And I need peace. And so I started following, like, a lot more um, mental health stuff. And mm-hmm. I've been making a lot more mental health videos. So if you guys are listening, check check it out. Um, TikTok is Annie Are You Okay podcast. But, yeah, I've been just, like, trying to fulfill that because it's creation and I like to create. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I enjoy making TikToks. Make fun of me. But genuinely, not. Nah, like it's a TikToks. creation. It, it's a creator thing. Like, you wouldn't understand. And that's why people talk smack. But <laughs> <laughs> um, I love it. And it's fun to connect with people. Oh. And I've actually got quite a few likes, like, four or 500 likes on a couple of videos about BPD. And the video I made about our podcast Mm -hmm. got like 200 likes so i'm like okay i promoted it because they gave me coins (laughs) so we'll see and he's fucking with the tiktok game but anyway this is a good time to segue into our subject today which besides our check-in um which is just like boundaries so i am going to pull this up i'm sounding like a 90 year old woman i'm pulling up the article very well health talks about boundaries so um about bo- bo- <laughs> excuse me boundaries protect a person's personal um and mental space blah 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 blah. this is not what i wanted to read i'm so sorry continue on what are boundaries boundaries protect a person's personal or mental space much like fences between neighbors they involve the physical and emotional limits of appropriate behavior between people and help define where one person ends and the other begins people typically learn boundaries during childhood or within their families which sucks because they did not uh, when you don't have boundaries (laughs) right and your, your parents don't know boundaries and their grandparents nobody knows boundaries But um, it goes on to say that research indicates that in families with healthy, flexible boundaries, each person is able to develop into a distinct individual with their own unique interests and skills. This helps foster well-being, self-control, and self-esteem. Yeah. Which is why all my siblings and cousins look and act the exact same (laughs) and why all my aunts, uncles, and my mom and dad look and act the exact same (laughs) well i mean it's survival and you really break it down and at that point you realize they have so much fucking trauma of their own that they have no idea how to deal with and that's the only way they're doing it and that like at least they're doing it yeah like (laughs) kind of looking them sideways but you know what i mean and that's what's hard to accept is that like our parents really did come from trauma Mm mm-hmm and that's why we are traumatized. And I have, I have like, that's able, that's what I, that's what I think about when I'm having a hard time with thinking like just intrusive thoughts and memories about my dad. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know, that's just, that's just the way it's going to be is like, I have to accept that he was traumatized mm-hmm. and no, we can't have a relationship. Because you can't deal with your trauma, Mm -hmm. but it doesn't make you a fucking terrible person. Nobody gets to decide that. No, I guess it's it's a relative to what's, you know. It's just more or less tolerance than it is a good or a bad or or a good person or a bad person. It's like, it's a tolerance thing. It's It's where your boundaries are. Yeah, and toxic 
toxic toxicity tolerance anyway Mm -hmm. so we're moving along here what are boundaries we already said that one theory suggests that families blah 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 um families have three types of boundaries families with clear boundaries tend to function better (laughs) wonder what that's like Mm -hmm. they may shift between three or they may shift between three types which are clear boundaries um are clearly stated flexible adaptable there is warmth, support, stability within the family, but each person is able to be assertive, communicative, blah, blah, blah. Sounds great. Um, <laughs> there's rigid boundaries, which is, I think, what we we're raised on, yeah. um, which are... You're the child, we're the adult. You yeah, you are closed and inflexible, much like a wall that doesn't let anything in or out. Um, there is less engagement and more isolation, both within their family and in and outside worlds. It may be more challenging for family members to communicate needs and express individuality. Right. Then there's open boundaries. Uh, open boundaries are not as clear um, and might be even fuzzy or loose. It may be hard for an individual um it may be hard for an individual family members to have their own needs met. Families are open boundary or families with open boundaries may be immersed and exhibit more codependency. That sounds like my family. Like the it, it the I have a it mixture change. of like all three. It would change. It would Is be that like weird? there was no you could do whatever you want. There's no one really caring. No one's really watching. Whatever. And then it was super strict and really tight. I and think you can't do anything. And then it'd be like, whatever. And then all of a sudden it'd be like, why are you doing things that whatever you want to do? You can't do that. And it'd be like, what the f-? And it would just go back and forth. Dude. Um, I had all three of these types. I mean, I had clear boundaries. I had rigid boundaries. And I had open boundaries. So, like, it just depended on what our parent believed, I think. Yeah. And what they decided. Or what they What they felt that day and how they decided to parent that day. So, I mean, like... You can't blame the kid. And I feel like most millennials and, and a lot of Gen Zers were blamed for their behavior as a child, oh, yeah. which is so not the way to raise your kid anymore. And like literally research proves that. So tell me I'm wrong. Okay. Um, but like I've had really open boundaries with all of my friends. So I think yeah. that fuzzy loose thing when I came up to them and I was like, hey, you're not showing up as a mom and I thought you would mm-hmm. they were confused because they thought I was over there and I was fine being over there but when I told them I wasn't they were confused and then they felt mad because they are the reason that I'm I'm over there because I've tried to communicate and I've tried mm-hmm. to, to make this relationship grow but you left me over there so like those clear boundaries are so nece- necessary with like making friends Mm-hmm. Like I'm never going to walk into another relationship with friends without clear boundaries. Yeah. Um, and then side note, I've been talking to my friend that I brought up on the last episode and they are doing a lot better. Good. Um, I've talked with them a bit. It just really, honestly, if I'm being honest and I'm allowed to, I got the green light with it. It sounds like they had really toxic fucking friends. Mm and this individual's dealing with a lot of fucking PTSD. A lot similar situation to mine, um not quite the same because mm-hmm. I think 
we don't necessarily have like the same disorder or anything like that. I'm just helping her with her trauma and and letting her vent to me. And oh, wow. She's fucking calling me. Should I answer it? Yeah. All right. Hello? Hold on a second. You're on you're on my podcast. Oh. Hello. <laughs> oh, hi. Let me know if I need a pause. Oh. <laughs> we were literally just talking about you. We yeah. didn't name drop, but I was actually calling because I wanted to vent. Oh. Well Colin. go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> you're right first Colin. Colin. <laughs> <laughs> um kind of annoyed with my roommates with the fact that they invited someone over to the house for a barbecue without even telling me so I could make prior arrangements for me not to be there because I don't want to deal with the drama or the toxicity. Oh, that's fucked up. Yeah, that's rude. Yeah, extremely. So I'm to that point where I'm like, do I drive all the way to Beaverton and go stay at my mom's house or do I lock myself in the bedroom and just deal with it? And just deal with it. I mean, yeah i mean to be honest with you my advice which is probably not always the best uh would just to be would be to leave just because you don't want to say you're pregnant so you don't you really don't want to feel anxious if you can help it you want to do something that's going to calm you down make you feel good yeah um but is your mom gonna make you feel anxious I know how you feel. Actually, we both know how you feel. Um, is your mom going to make you stressed out? Um, I don't think so. I mean... You can always come here. My, my mom is kind of annoying. Yeah. Think, but, um, if I tell... <laughs> lately, lately, when I've been setting boundaries with her and telling her, no, answer means no, please stop persisting, or no, please leave me alone, she's been very good about it. Oh, that's awesome. That's good. Well, yeah, it, it took her, you know, thir- almost 33 years, but hey. I feel she's that. Doing it. Better late than never. My mom was late to the game, too. There, you know, there's always hope for them old fuckers. <laughs> They're late bloomers. They're generational late bloomers. And she can't be around Madison. That's good. That's a good boundary to set, too. And it's hard to do. <laughs> People don't. Mm-hmm. People do not talk about it enough, and they're like, "You're being dramatic." No, motherfucker. I really have to do this. Yeah. <laughs> I get it. Yeah. All right. Yeah, well, absolutely. let me know if you decide to go out there, and then if you want, you can always just pop over here and come swim for a minute. I don't go to bed till about like eight, so or eight eight thirty. Eight thirty is when I lay down. Well, I gotta put Shepard to bed Me at seven thirty. Like that's just the best time to go to bed. <laughs> yeah, it's the best. In the morning, because I'm up at five a.m. daily. All right, yeah. So you're talking smack, and you're like over here pregnant. Anyway, all right. Just let me know what you want to do, and uh, okay. we're almost done recording anyway. So. Nice. <laughs> mm, okay. Well, I'll talk to you later. All right. Let me know how you're doing. Bye. Our first call in. First call in. That was I'm awesome. really anxious right now, and my fucking roommate. No, I totally been there. I hate have. I hated having roommates, and like I feel bad for her too, cause like she's gonna be a single mom. Oh God. <laughs> I'm like, oh God bless you. That's why I'm kind of like, 
not that I feel bad for you and I want to be for you, there for you, but I know what you're about to experience and I know that I can be more available to somebody who's also going to be supportive to me. So yeah. essentially, that's the person that I've been talking to and they've been really great and just like they've been so supportive towards me and I'm like, I'm just trying to be here to support you, but you're actually being Aww. really supportive towards me and I think we can do that and it doesn't have to be like a deep best friend or anything you know what i mean so it was nice to make a new friend after i lost two (laughs) right so i've got two new friends and i've got two friends that i don't or i've got three friends that i don't talk to anymore like i straight don't talk to and then there's like probably about 25 people that i didn't really talk to before that i deleted off my facebook that were like probably good job you know mutual friends with all of those people and i'm like just deleting them because like i'm like well i'm like the rule about keeping things when you go through your storage is the same mm-hmm. thing you should apply to your friends you and should. especially with like my situation with Andrea and the, that group of friends like I I have no like I really have no negative wishes or anything towards you like I feel hurt and that's the only negative emotion I have I genuinely hope if you hear this, I genuinely hope you fucking thrive in life. I hope you grow and I hope you see the beauty that I fucking want you to see that I wanted to share with you. But unfortunately, the chaos just the wires just got crossed. It's not there. And and that's fine. I hold no grudge. You can behave that way. That's your choice. But I have you have consequences with me if you behave that way. And the consequences that we're just not going to be friends, which is fine. Not everybody has a friends and stories end and me and Andrea's story was really long and toxic. Yeah. So I'm cool. Like no, no shade on her. I was toxic too. We were toxic to each other and we were bonded in toxicity, baby. (laughs) And I don't want it anymore. And if that's the only relationship we could manage, why keep it? And that's why it's so important to set these boundaries. And, And I'm not saying boundaries either have someone in your life or not. It's like, hey, I feel this way when you call me woman. Yeah. And I don't like it because I work really hard and I don't want, I don't want people to think that I'm less than because I'm a woman. Yeah. And that's, that's really what it is because I, I really started learning how to do like auto body paint and stuff like that. And like when I got into that field, there was like a man dominated totally male yeah male dominated field and then here's this cute white girl that everyone wants to target as like she just gets to sleep with the boss and like no motherfucker i never fucking slept with the boss i made 12 dollars and 80 cents an hour to paint fender flares in 130 degrees while sweating my ass off right next to you Mm -hmm. you made 16 because you were a man so the patriarchy really triggers me <laughs> when people want to sit there and tell me how I got shit really triggers me yeah. because I've had to work so much fucking harder than most people. And that's why I get so mad when people are like, that's why I get so mad with my mental health journey, because I realize that there's not going to be a point where there's going to be all the people that I want. Yeah coming up with me yeah dude just like how like i always thought at you know the end in the end game i'd have all my old friends and we'd all be there and like whether we have our own lives or whatever like it'd be cool just to see us grow and like sometimes like people just don't make it like yeah whether they don't grow or whether they literally die 
and are gone. Like some people just don't make it and it sucks. Like it's almost better if they die. And I don't want to be super dark, but like at least like if you die in your, your memory is a good memory. Like, you know what I mean? But I I don't know. know. That's what what I think about myself. Thinking about about (laughs) my friend who passed away, um, my first boyfriend, like, it makes me really sad because I know that it wasn't a, it wasn't like an accident or anything like that. It was. That's so sad. So, and it was after like, they I'm had sorry. tried reaching out to me and talking to me and I kind of just blew them off. And then like, they saw my engagement ring picture on Instagram. And then I guess a couple months later they took their life. That's. And I'm like, wow, that really hurts. And the last thing I they ever, imagine. the last thing he said to me was, I'm very happy you found something to be passionate about. You can't carry that. It it's not is yours. just a lot. It, was, it is a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. But definitely fucking tell your therapist. <laughs> um, but definitely acknowledge how that makes you feel because the impact is huge and you can't fucking gaslight yourself out of it. No. And you know better now. But, I mean, nothing similar has ever happened to me, but I had something like that happen where one of my friends – I had no idea – she was depressed. I had no idea because she was so cool and so fun and always that person, right? It's always that person. And they reached out to me the night before they killed themselves and I didn't respond. And I carry that weight still because I'm like, that's why I haven't done it. It's also because I have BPD and there's something fucking weird in our brains. as well. We're actually just too afraid. Yeah. We, we're so much of a people pleaser that we'll fucking stay here and hurt ourselves instead. That's why I think majority of a lot of borderlines that I know of and talk to are bigger on self-harm than they are on self or suicide ideation. Yeah. It's more people with narcissistic personality disorder that kill themselves. Yeah. Well, with BPD, it's not about, like, ending it. Because if you end it, then you can't do things for people. It's more about punishing yourself for not being better. Yeah. So I want to go over types of boundaries. um, Just so we're a little bit clearer. um, Just so people, you know, just give the people what they want. No. (laughs) Uh, We got physical, which includes your body, personal space. Healthy boundaries includes autonomy of your body. Um, Examples of physical boundary could be crossing... Boundary crossing is teaching children to um to automatically hug relatives in family gatherings. Yeah. You know. Hug or kiss relatives. I've never liked that. And, like, I realized that the reason I don't like that is because it made me uncomfortable as a kid and I was forced to. Oh, dude, I was forced to in my church. I was talked to by the elders because yeah. I didn't want to hug That's on our first people. episode. Yeah. I don't want to <laughs> hug people. And they were like, yeah. no, that's not being a welcoming Christian woman. And I was like, well, then I guess I'm not a welcoming Christian woman. Find somewhere else for me. And this will cause your children to actually have weaker physical boundaries. Offering a handshake or just hello are polite alternatives. Yeah. Um, so sexual boundaries. This includes your sexual self and your intimate personal space. Sexual boundaries include choices and types of sexual activity, timing, and partners. Those boundaries or these boundaries are crossed when someone pressures you into unwanted intimate infection, touch, or a sexual activity. Yeah. And you have to voice it too because I feel like this you have goes, to know how you're feeling. And it also goes for like pictures and that's a huge thing like sharing like shared media content. Like, 
That's traumatizing. People, when you get a nude and then you stop seeing that person, you are to delete those nudes. Oh my God. That is the fucking rule. And if you're not doing that, you're a bad person. You need to think about that. Do some journaling, some self-discovery, something. If you don't delete that, you're manipulative. Yeah, you need to delete those. Like, that's not okay. Like, keep whatever cute picture of you two at the zoo together. I don't care. But, like, the nudes have to go. Yeah, you can't use that. It's a weapon. Yeah. Um... Intellectual and mental boundaries uh, include your personal ideas, beliefs, and thoughts. A healthy boundary respects that other ideas may be different. These boundaries are crossed when someone is dismissive, belittling, or invading of your ideas and thoughts. I want to talk about this one because for me, the belittling part, I talk about myself at work like I am worth what I feel like I am worth and people want to act like it's ridiculous and i'm like that's disrespectful to me no they're just upset that they don't have as much self-worth i know as you that do. they have problems and that's why they react that way but i'm also trying to be like create this aura of like no we deserve more money an hour mm-hmm. i don't fucking care how much you made when you started yeah that's you this is me that was 19 fucking 40 this is fucking 2022 get the fucking get with the fucking show um and stop telling people they aren't worth what they're worth like i got told this all throughout my life when i asked for raises because i've always been very vocal because i have had to deal with working two and a half jobs throughout all my 20s just to even be able to provide a, a meal so it was rough i had to do that and like it's just, I hate that shit at work. Like, I, I really don't appreciate that type of thing. And I don't think anyone really, really does. And when you say that to someone, I don't care if they realize it or not. That makes that person feel worse than they already did. Yeah. And I like this stuff because I'm low-key able to talk to someone in management that is very close to me about these things and they are very receptive to all the shit I have to say. That's and I'm good. just like, thank you, dude. Like, you get it. And I really appreciate them. It's good when you have good bosses. Yeah. Even when they're like, like, this person has a totally different perspective and viewpoint on me, but since they are my above above me, they have to have some level of, um, you know, ethics. So they're very good with it. That's they're good. good at their job. And, like, that's what I like about it is, like, I'd like to see, you know, you're a conservative and I'm a liberal, but we we really get along. And I'd like to see this put into action outside uh, outside yeah. the world yeah. because we do we do communicate and work together really well. Mm-hmm. But, okay, so material and financial boundaries. This mm-hmm. is going for you because what we were talking about earlier includes your financial resources and belongings. These boundaries are crossed when you're pressured to lend or give things away or to spend or loan money when you would rather or prefer not to. I don't care if you're married. That should be like in there. It doesn't discriminate. Like, yes, marriage is a different financial situation. I won't disagree with that. But you're still individuals. Yeah. Well, and it's each individual couple has their own boundaries and they don't look the same as other couples. Like your boundaries are going to be the, the way that they look between you and your partner or you and your partners. And that's, that's you guys, you know, like it's, it's a, that's a real tricky one when you get into couples. Cause it's, you know, 
it's, it's hard. It, it's hard. It's intertwined. And it's yeah. like, there's not real one, like you get into, I get into the shoulds and shouldn'ts and coulds and woulds and whatnot. And like what I should do, what I could do, what I would do. I get into the black and white thinking. Yeah. Is this right or is this wrong? Yeah. Is, is he should trying I, to hurt is this me what you're or is he trying to let me? to do? Right. Yeah. Is yeah. this what you're supposed to BPD do? BPD brain sucks. Yeah. And um, just, you know, I don't know. I, I, there's all different types of, of relationships and some people find things that work for them and like maybe it's not the healthiest but it works for them and it's what they choose mm-hmm. and that deserves respect you know what i mean yeah um but it's a lot better when people choose like healthier things and yeah and like i'm tired of people like commenting on things like for example i um i am head of household mm-hmm. and i'm tired of people's reaction when i say that yeah when you're like, I'm the breadwinner. And they're like, what? Yeah, and Dylan stays at home more with the kid. Yeah. Oh, people well, have a really weird reaction. Like, I hate oh, that's it. weird. Dude, I even hate it when people have to acknowledge that it's a big deal. Dude, we had someone it's yell not. at us off the street when I was carrying Sylvie on my back. You know, the man's supposed to do that. Oh, my God. Yeah. And I was Trigger. like, are you freaking kidding me? What's going like, to happen no, when I'm you are a man? <laughs> oh, right? <laughs> then they're going to be like, is that your kid? Dun, dun, be like, dun. Yeah, actually, I birthed her. And they'll be like, nuh-uh. God, like, so confused. Yeah. Right? And then, like, if you are in any other part of the country, you are not to have your kid if you are transgender. So You're not to have your life. <laughs> yeah. They don't want to say it that way, but it's exactly You literally true. will die. So another type of boundary is time. Time this is includes, one I need to get better at. This is one every person in this world probably needs to because America, man, I don't understand. It's your time. They're just like, keep busy and work all the time. I yeah. fucking hate this place. Uh, Live to work and die. <laughs> it includes how you spend and use your time. When you have a job, relationships, and children, or other rela- responsibilities, it's challenging to keep healthy boundaries um, and time boundaries or whatever. These boundaries are crossed when you have unreasonable demands or request of your time or when you don't take time or when or or when you take too much time to Mm -hmm. yourself um this is always one for a mom yeah because we have like that built-in postpartum mom guilt machine that just spits out guilt you should be doing this you should be doing that you should be doing this you should be doing you could you could do that and then like you know what i try to do when i'm doing the you should you should do this you should be doing more um, I sit there and I look at what Dylan does <laughs> and then I'm like, right. oh my God, I'm doing so much more and I need yeah. to relax. And then I need to ask him to do it because Asking with our relationship is part of the healing. <laughs> yeah. I have to ask him and sometimes he doesn't want to do it. And I'm like, that's a trigger for me because I'm like, fuck you. I you asked for help and now you're, now you're not going to do it. But he doesn't yeah. see life the way I see life and that's fine. We just need to work yeah. together and I'm just be like, I need this done. And if you have an attitude with me, it's going to make me upset. And then he'll be like, all right, I'll keep my attitude to myself then. And I was like, thank well, you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. You know, like it's things like I used to always feed Shepard dinner, mm-hmm. lunch and dinner. On the weekends, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and snacks, and do everything and facilitate everything. I never asked for help, and, like, that was the problem. I never asked for help. I never knew when I needed it. I was yeah. still experimenting as a mom. Yep. Um, and now that I'm figuring it out, I feel like that's probably one of the best things that I can exercise as a mom and a partner is asking for help, even yep. when he gives me attitude. Because, come on, we're fucking Amen. tired. We're Amen. fucking tired. Right? And I'm like, you are, like, I don't know, like, I, it makes me upset that he does that. Yes. I wish he wouldn't. Yes. He fucking shouldn't. Yes. But he's valid. In it's also that. information where he's at at that point in time. Yeah. And I'm like, look. Valuable information. 
I, I say things like, you know, when you really disagree with what I am doing, just say it. Don't fucking attack me for it. Yeah. Like, I don't deserve to be brought down and made to feel bad. And I, and I mean, this is very simple stuff. Yeah. And like, we just have those conversations now. We also have conversations like, if we split up, what yeah. is it going to be like? Just yeah. because, like, things are hard in life and like... You never know. Ups and downs and relationships are fucking crazy. Yeah. And... Um, you know, like I would be a liar if I said we, we haven't considered splitting up. Like, of course we have, like, we have a son, we're unmarried. And, um, also I don't think I ever want to be married, but we might do it in like 10 years <laughs> just because for the financial bennies, there you go. that's it. But like, I realize that like, yes, there are benefits to marriage. But I want to be absolutely motherfucking sure because I don't want to be tied to each other. Mm -hmm. If we decide to split, that's going to make our lives with our child harder. Yeah. So at this point, it just makes sense to just be like, we're not going to fuck with that until we both feel really ready. In Oregon, if you both are married and have a child and you decide to divorce, you have to fill out a whole agreement. doesn't matter if you guys are amicably divorcing or not. You have to fill out an agreement stating how you're going to parent the child together. Fuck that. I don't I don't want to think about that because it makes me sick to my fucking stomach. <laughs> I don't want to like I don't even want to imagine it. Yep. And like that's the hard thing is that if you really love your kid, mm-hmm. you have to think about it. Yeah. You have to because as much as it will hurt them for their mommy and daddy to split up yep. and it'll hurt you, um you have to think about those things. I think every fucking parent has to think about what is going to happen if this person's not here yeah whether they're dead alive divorced whatever yeah you have to have another plan like you can't think that it's all, all gonna end it's in all rainbows. for the welfare of that fucking kid yeah and, and i mean i really appreciate having people like you in my life because you have the same you hold the same thing valuable which is first of all mental health second parenting and like you take it as seriously as i do so like or at least you see it the way I see it. I don't know. I can't say if you take it as seriously as I do, but like we have different judgments there. But yeah, you appreciate it the way I appreciate it. Yeah. Well, and I'm also like I understand that whatever conce- like whatever ideas I have about parenting applies to me and my child. Right. It does not apply to you. No. Yeah. And like, if you ask me what I think about something, I'll tell you. But you like. Not that you haven't asked me, but, like, not recently have you been like, do you, what do you think about this? You know what I mean? So I'm like, so I'm not going to say anything. Like, I appreciate you know what I mean? it. See, I think that's why I like you so much. You don't sit there and be like, you see, if you do this, that, you know what really drives me nuts about your mom? And I'll just fucking say it. The one thing that drives me nuts is how much she brags about Shepard to everyone and then doesn't even fucking communicate to me the whole entire oh, yeah. time. Oh, yeah. And she's so fucking surface level with everything. It's such bullshit. And I'm just like, as a person, I can't stand you. Yeah. And I don't like going to your family anymore. And I mean, I'm just going to say it. Like, I don't want to be around that shit. Yeah. You guys fucking have a brawl half the time. I don't want my kid to be around that. Yeah. Period. So that's why we leave after a little bit. Like, we stay for two hours max. And that's me and Shepard because I'm not letting Shepard stay there. You know what I mean? Like, I appreciate that she watches him and I and it's great. You know, I, I really need that help. We really need that help. But, um, you know, he gets interaction time with you. It's not necessary to spend five or six hours over there. Right. 
when everyone's like, drinking what we grew up with with how much we saw our grandparents and stuff like that i'm like that's not like normal like it's it's not like no grant like you see your grandkids enough trust me you do i know it doesn't feel like it but you do you get enough time with them and they're allowed to have and also like life outside of y'all let's not act like she's not literally just trying to reconcile for herself how Maybe. bad of mom she was i'm not trying to play doctor on her because i'm fucking gonna oh, lose my mind if i do she's told me she's literally been like well now i get to be a grandma and i can do the things i i didn't do well as a mom and i was like that's trying to be a mom again and she's like no it's no, not and that's like, yes, that's literally you're why you became a mom was probably over and over again probably to fix the trauma that you had as a child and now you want to fix the trauma you had as a mother yeah that sucks i'm Which is honestly, why we just don't come over i really appreciate her though i really do but it's just yeah my personally parents, they don't really care they just to hang out at the kill course yeah ever no that's they i want me to go on vacation with them and i'm like no, no. and also no you're not taking my kid We'll go on vacation with each other. Like, no offense, I can take him on to the beach, and I'd rather do yeah. that without no, you there. They have a and it's weird not that thing I don't they want to take the kids by themselves. No, somewhere, and I'm like, that's so fucking weird. And I ask other people, I'm like, do your parents ever be like, oh, I want to take the kids somewhere, just us? And they're like, no. Like if I'm like, like if have they ever been like, oh, we want to take the kid to the beach? And like, just yeah. us is a little weird. No, well, that's the thing is like it's it's and my parents will try and gaslight the fuck out of me every time I say this, but I'm like, bro, but it's every time I'm like, oh yeah, let's make a beach trip. We can all go. And they're like, oh, we were thinking we could take her. And I'm like, why? I think there's this like you know those women who can't have babies, so like they like take care of dolls. Yeah, I think it's like that. That or it's, bro, I have a lot of trauma that really I can't bad. remember that happened at the beach, at the beach house. Okay. Now I'm getting creeped out. But yeah, that's why I'm like, why? Anyway. I'm like, no, 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 no. And I'll, we spill I'll say too it. much tea. Oh, I don't care. If they're listening, this is why we don't come over is because I, mean, I don't trust you people. I don't. And I just don't feel seen heard or respected like and that's that just simple plenty of reason not and to like go. like initially you might think well i've never given you a reason to feel no you've never given me a reason to feel seen safe or heard yeah. that happens first yeah i don't and they i don't definitely have give to me like, a reason. yeah like like <laughs> yeah. two or three or four i mean i appreciate how much my son you know yeah no i still gets to hang I appreciate out there. dad thank but you like, for the ac i'm gonna pay you back personally you, but like yeah not going on vacation with you guys no um and also i tried to plan it initially this year and she was very non-cooperative and asked me about six different times to plan a trip and pretended like she didn't know that i have a very fit schedule that i can't or fixed schedule yeah. or my, my vacation mom, time my mom expects everyone to bend over and and make their life as much hell as she does I'm like no i'm like no if it doesn't work it doesn't work darla yeah but don't she also things. understands when i'm when i say no which i don't know if like i don't know if you have the same experience but like when i tell her no she's like okay no yeah no my parents are like uh she's like push 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 and then i'm like can you just not push in the first place <laughs> that's that's all um and like that's something that like my friend that i was talking to she was saying like tell me to sh shut up when i need to shut up and i'm no, like well that's not my job no it's not my job and like but I'm going to be here for you if you need someone to vent to and if you need advice. But like if you're being too much, I might just talk less. I may not communicate that you're just. Yeah. And like I told, you know, whenever I do say something that's going to be like advice, I preface it by saying, hey, if this is too much, please let me know. But you know what I mean? And yeah. then I was realizing like that's a temperature check 
but she doesn't have to respond to that. And if she responds negatively to what I have to say as advice, it's on me. Yeah. Not because she didn't say, oh, well, you didn't say anything. No, 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 no. They didn't need to. But you also, and and you don't have to beat yourself up. You did your best. It just is what it is. But we've had a pretty good friendship and I just want to continue it. And I know that they're about to have a baby and all that other stuff's about to happen in her life. So it's about to change really a whole bunch. And I'm just, I have no expectations. Um, I just, I think we both have the same mentality which is like we just want people in our lives that are there to support us help us and grow and just be positive and not positive in a toxic way but positive in a real way yeah so um on that note i think we'll end the episode because we've already recorded and i can't talk anymore we've already racked up over an hour Menomina. <laughs> and this is my manic stage so i finally figured out because like you go man- man- you have mania sometimes, right? Mm-hmm. And you're like, <laughs> yeah, mine's aggressive. Mine is ma- mani- manic, but I'm like quirky, weird, bizarre. Mine's aggressive or really, really sexual. But the oversexuality has to do with like the my body oversexuality dysmorphia. stopped as soon as I had a kid. Uh, yeah, that's definitely helped me like calm the fuck down. Like, also, I don't the even meds really want to have sex. The still. meds help a lot. Yeah, the, yeah. <laughs> when you're hypersexual and you have BPD and you start taking medication, and you think your sex drive's gonna go away. Don't worry, it comes right fucking back. Like I, I've had like a couple of weeks here and there where I'm like, fuck me, yes, let's have sex, and then times where I'm like, he asked, and then I feel bad because I'm just like, I don't no. really, dude, I don't. But, you know, he's very accepting and kind. So yeah, that's good. Shit. He don't give a shit. He just thinks I'm hot. Mm. He wants to touch me, which makes me feel good. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, on that note, you guys have good times. See, I, I'm just having a hard time talking now because yeah. I'm so fucking tired. I worked like 60 hours this week. So, ugh. Ooh. yeah, I'm tater totted. Anyways, right. You guys. Check out the podcast on Annie. Are you okay? We're on Facebook and Instagram and t- TikTok, TikTok and at Twitter. A A Y O K. A A Y O K. A A Y O podcast. All caps. There it is. All right. Love you. Bye.